this movie sucks. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see, so much time <laughs> is taken. The back streets. Okay, that'll be a good kickoff to the episode. Excellent. Uh, all right. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Frank Reviews, a father-son exploration through pop culture. Um, we've had a pretty good run lately of movies that we've both really enjoyed. But, boy, did I make a miscalculation this week with the 1999 superhero comedy Mystery Men. Dad? Mystery Men. What, Dad? Tell me your thoughts on mystery. It um, it sucked. It, um, <laughs> it, it, there were a couple of funny parts. I right. will, I will admit I did laugh out loud, and there were some uh, a few good parts. But most of it, I mean, the actors were stupid. <laughs> the dialogue was stupid. Oh my god! Uh, the whole uh, I don't know. The whole premise of the movie was just stupid. There was just a bunch of people running around in dopey costumes. Um, I mean, Pee Wee Herman. Is <laughs> he? He's this character called the Spleen. The Spleen. He, and he has talks a, like this. He has a lisp and <clears throat> and and pimples all over his face. Right. And his superpower is farting. Okay, great. Not a not a bad deal. <laughs> but it, it was just lame. <clears throat> and the shovel guy, lame. And the guy that throws the forks. What the hell? He's got this towel wrapped okay, around his okay, head like okay, a turban. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So we're. <laughs> I was thinking of this earlier. We're gonna play by um, the John Wick rules from when we did John Wick, but instead of going scene by scene by number of kills he had, I'm just going to go down the listed cast on IMDb and get okay. your thoughts on each character. Okay. So top. Oh God, this is fantastic. Top build is um, Hank Azaria as the Blue Raja slash Jeff. He's the guy that threw the forks. Give me your give me what your a, thoughts on him. What a dope. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's wearing this flowery bathrobe and a towel around right. his head, and he's a, a Raja, and of course none of it's blue, and they make a big deal about that. Right, yeah. Well, you should be wearing something blue. <clears throat> um, and, and he throws silverware, you know, like forks and stuff to stab people and everything. Right. Uh, like, I don't. I don't know. I it. He he wasn't clever. He wasn't uh, quick witted. He wasn't. Uh, his lines weren't snappy and funny. He was just a dope. Yeah. Well, uh, Hank Azaria is probably best known as a uh, voice actor. He does most of the characters on The Simpsons. Okay. Like, it, just name a background character in The Simpsons, and he's probably voiced by Hank Azaria. I saw him back in 2006 on Broadway in the Monty Python musical Spamalot, okay. uh, which was exciting. He played Lancelot. He played um, the uh, taunting Frenchman. Ah, oh, uh, my favorite. He, he, play, <laughs> he played the big knight of knee, okay. um, and he did a lot of uh, riffing and funny voices. Okay. Uh, which was excellent. And, like, so 
I kind of love this movie, but then again, I have insane tastes, and uh, this definitely qualifies as a cultural artifact. Uh, I'm convinced that if this movie were to be made today in the very superhero-saturated market, it would be a pretty different movie, but it would be, like, it would have made millions more at the box office. It only made about, it only made about half of its budget. Uh, back as it stands. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, but like even watching the movie last night, I was thinking, well, this it's two hours long. It can be cut down to an hour and a half. You can streamline most of this out. Like several of these characters are just completely useless. And yes, uh, um, uh, th- there are like several unnecessary scenes where they could have just had the dialogue continued in a previous sequence or something like that. But um, I. I think this was the first movie I saw where most of the dialogue was just improvised on set. Really? And, like, yeah, was... to, to my mind, I think it was, like, a game changer in my brain because I'm like, you can just do that? You can make things up? Well, uh, well yeah, it, it was it was like a crappy improv. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, it's I've seen movies done in that style that have been done much better since then, like the Anchorman movies okay. spring to mind, okay. uh, to the point where they have so much improvised stuff, uh, they have made whole other movies out of the stuff they shot while shooting the first movie, which is kind of insane. But continuing on, uh, Janine Garofalo as the bowler, who I think is the best character in the movie by default. Uh, well, she, I don't know. She she didn't seem like like a prof- she didn't seem like a professional actor the way she did her lines and yeah, stuff. Yeah, most of these people are uh, comedians rather okay, than actors okay. for the most part. So, and her father is his his skull is in her bowling ball, which uh, that yeah. was kind of clever. And you know, yeah, I guess a bowler as a superhero. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah, well, she was better than. Than that uh, uh, Raji guy that was yeah. that was just freaking uh, stupid. As, as yeah, as attached as I am to most of the characters in this movie, if I were going to be remaking this today, Blue Raja is somebody I would just cut. Yeah, immediately. Def. It, it would have been uh, uh, Mr. Furious, the Shoveler, and the Bowler on the team from okay. the very beginning, and or create a new uh, or somebody, yeah. You know. But uh, speaking of the Shoveler, William H Macy as the Shoveler. Yeah, I've seen. He's been in other stuff. I've seen him he's before. Either, or something. William H Macy shows up in just about everything. And let me see if I can <clears> open. Nope, and, didn't want to open it. And he time. he was a bit. I think a better actor. Um, and uh, I don't know, superhero with a with a short handled shovel. Yeah, all right, but I don't know. Yeah, it just I don't know, it just <laughs> didn't seem clever enough or something. I that's fair. And he's wearing a hard hat. And he's you know, his kids' hockey pads. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Now this one, uh, Cal Mitchell as Invisible Boy. You did ask me when he <laughs> came on screen. Is that Keenan or Cal? Yes. Okay. And this is Kel, who has not really appeared in anything for a while. Let me actually pull he, him um, Okay, well, I like Keenan and Kel, um, and he was kind of funny. He, you could see some of his mannerisms from uh, uh, Good Burger and stuff like that. Um, and he was kind of funny, the fact that he could be invisible. For some reason, that seemed clever. The only way he could be invisible if, <laughs> if nobody was looking at him. Right. And then he would say, yes, now I'm invisible. 
uh, and when in fact he actually did become invisible briefly uh, and save the day or something <laughs> like that. That was a kind of Chekhov's gun, where he is pretty useless as a team member right up until they come upon a laser eye. Yes. And all of a sudden he's got his one shining moment of glory. Yes, where he can be invisible. Yeah. But I have I just like him from other things, so Oh yeah. Uh, so he wasn't a total loser. Yeah. I didn't think. Keenan and Kel was pretty uh yeah. good burger. Yeah, was good very burger. formative good burger. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's the best. Yeah. Um Let's see, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman himself, oh, as God. the spleen. I felt embarrassed for him during the yeah, whole freaking this movie. Was, it was like his his costume was, they made him lisp, really? I think uh, that and was the, his and the choice, honestly. Pimples on his face and... Get back to 1999. Okay, you know, farting as a superpower is, yeah, that could be clever, but I don't know, it just didn't seem clever. I don't yeah. Know. And this, I, it, just, it, it just is like... <clears throat> not that he's a, an award, not that he's a, a an Academy Award winning actor or anything, but still, it was like well, a, yeah, kind of embarrassing. I, I think he was still coming out of his uh, down period after uh, his arrest in what was that, nineteen ninety? Um, okay. So if you look at his, I'm looking at his IMDb right now, and he has non-speaking or incredibly tiny parts in stuff like. Batman Returns, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Matilda, Dunstan checks in. He's apparently in six episodes of Murphy Brown, but other than that, he's almost in nothing until The Mystery Men. And uh, at which point his his uh, he does start coming back and working a lot more. So yeah, that's he, a, seemed, he seemed to be uh, picked back up again. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he yeah. was missing for a while, yeah. Let's see. Ben Stiller as uh, Mr. Furious. He was, pro- um, he was probably the best guy, he, I thought. He, he's one of the only people that had, like, a full character arc, yeah. really. Uh, but, uh, honestly, I kind of like Ben Stiller better as a director uh, rather than I do but as an actor. I, I but, thought... Uh, of all the uh, misfit superheroes, I thought he was the best, and he didn't even really have a superpower. No. He would just get pissed off. Yeah. You know, like, uh, uh, what was he called? Mr. Mr. Furious. Mr. Furious, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> like, he just would just start yelling. and Roy, you lifted a city bus once. Yeah, and then it's just immediately taken down. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, he was probably the best. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, now, to me. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I feel like I was obsessed with this movie back in 1999, and then uh, it's just decreased with every rewatch for me okay. over the past 20 years. So last night wasn't uh, red hot? No. I feel like, like I said, I just found myself nitpicking the movie and analyzing, okay. like, most of this can be cut. Half these characters aren't necessary to the story. Um, it's really just an excuse for a bunch of goofballs to get together and pretend to be superheroes. It, yeah. you know, it feels like it. Are you? Uh, have you ever heard of LARPing? No. Okay. So this feeds into this whole huge nerd hierarchy thing, and I'm going to tell you an incredibly nerdy story. Am I allowed to know this? Okay, sure. So I'm, I, I'm not a. I'm a nerd, but I don't know. I'm you're, not. I don't belong to any I, organization. I would, I would. I would say more that you are nerd adjacent. 
if that makes any sense. You are, like, familiar, but you're not, like, obsessed with the things nerds typically are, if that makes sense. You don't know what goes on in my head. That's that's fair. <clears throat> yes, do, I'm, not, I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not obsessed. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I was... We, me and a bunch of my nerd friends got together to play Dungeons and Dragons, which is pretty typically hailed as pretty nerdy. Right. And we were we had plans to do it in the basement of our local comic shop, which is right. even nerdier. Yes. Turns out the basement was double booked that night with a group of people who were already there playing the card game Magic the Gathering. And we had to set up shop in the office in the basement of the comic book shop to play Dungeons and Dragons because the Magic the Gathering kids were just constantly giving us the worst side eye. So, like, apparently in the nerd hierarchy, there's video gamers, there's Magic the Gathering players, they all look down on the Dungeons and Dragons players, and who do the D&D players look down on? LARPers. LARPing it stands for live action role playing, where you legitimately dress up in the costumes of the characters that you are playing, and you run around the woods and cast spells on each other and hit each other with foam yeah. broadswords. I can see that hierarchy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So I really do feel like like thinking about this movie more, this movie does feel like LARPing gone horribly awry. Okay, okay. yeah, that, that it, might, yeah. that might, yeah, that might fit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so next up is Wes Study as the Sphinx, who is terribly that, mysterious. Yeah, he was stupid. <laughs> he um, was stupid? Okay. Yeah, um, <clears throat> just coaching him on all, all uh, uh, I don't he didn't do anything. Yeah, all he, he just did was, was speak in like weird, a, uh, like train or a coach or something, but he didn't, he didn't do see. anything. Yeah, he spoke in very strange, um, what are they called, aphorisms? Uh, I don't, I, yeah. It, uh, it, unless you become a master of your rage, your rage will master, master you. you. Yeah, yes. it's, yeah. Um, Let's see. In Soviet Russia, Rage masters you. <laughs> yeah, he was literally just doing um, a uh, more mysterious version of the um, what's that comedian's name? Yakov Smirnov. Yakov Smirnov. There it is. Yes. Um, let's see. Spoke only the Cherokee language prior to attending grade school. That's kind of cool. I feel like this is a guy who was the Sphinx. Why? Why the was Sphinx? The Sphinx. This you flipping got me, yeah, they, man. They had names that, um, the shoveler or the bowler, but internationally acclaimed actor and musician Wes Study. Um, he's got a great face, and he was apparently in the Last of the Mohicans. He's in a whole bunch of Michael Mann movies. This he does feel like a Michael Mann pros uh, uh, project. When did Heat come out? He came out in 95. He was in a bunch of stuff. He was in the Street Fighter movie? Oh my god, Dad. We're gonna throw some video game movies at you at some point. Uh, you, you, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll bring Queso on to explain what Mortal Kombat is, because that feels like something he'd like. But All right. Yeah. Uh, Greg Kinnear as Captain Amazing. Um, he was like a cheap knockoff of Captain America. He was, You know, yeah. he looked like him. He kind of... 
kind of acted like you know kind of i don't know arrogant and, yeah and uh, aloof and and uh he he had a lot a cheaper, of corporate sponsorships yeah yeah you know and, yeah, he's kind of great he's got uh, <laughs> all these patches all over his outfit yeah uh, that's like his big point of contention in the first bit of the movie. He lost his Pepsi sponsorship. Right. Oh my god. Uh, okay. Up next is Jeffrey Rush as Casanova Frankenstein, which is such a great friggin' name. Yeah, he was <clears throat> just a generic evil guy. Yeah. And like, uh, uh, yeah, the name. It's like. It, it's. I guess it was supposed to be clever or something or mm-hmm. different, yeah. and it was just like, just like dumb. It's like those things on on Facebook. It says, you know, <clears throat> your your action hero name is, you know, pick one from column A and then one oh from column. Oh my god, B. you're right. You know, yeah. like the first initial of your name, column A, and the last initial of your last first initial of your last name, and then you end up being the purple salamander or something you know like what the hell you know, i could probably knock together a create your mystery men villain name yeah <clears throat> uh that's great but like what the crazy thing is like jeffrey rush is like this incredibly revered actor uh from australia he's like he's in all of the pirates of the caribbean movies he plays one of the oh, more that, evil yeah. pirates yeah. but like if you look at his imdb page it like lists at the top of the page what they're known for. Okay. And usually if somebody is in one of those big giant blockbuster movies, that dominates the right. list. Um the none of the five parrot uh p- parrot pirate movies make the list. It's The King's Whoa. Speech, Shakespeare in Love, uh Shine and Quillis. They don't even make the top of the list. So, like, he's in these giant Academy Award-winning movies, and now in, in Mystery Men, he gets farted on by Pee Wee Herman. Really? Yes. Yeah. Mom, he's interjecting from the other yeah, room. Yeah, he obviously lost a bet or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was just, like, a paycheck movie or something like that. Like, um, I paycheck. Sorry, I'm discovering cat hairs attached to my face. Good Lord. Um, let's see. And, uh, what, what, what was that? The question from the audience is. Yeah, we've got a question from the audience. Hang on. What? When did Jeffrey Rush's movie Pirates of the Caribbean come Uh, first Pirates came out in, I want to say 2003. Let me double check on that exact year. Well, he wasn't in that. Uh, 2003. Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah. He wasn't in that. Yeah, he was. He was the main villain in the first movie. He becomes something more of a friendly nemesis in the sequels. But yeah, that was 2003, four years after this. Uh, oh, he's also in Finding Nemo. That's fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he, Les Miserables. Uh, 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 Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love came out, no, sorry, the year before Mystery Men. I was going to say, like, that's your double bill for the year. The, the Academy Award winning Shakespeare in Love and Mystery Men. Mystery Men, yes. Yikes. Uh, Eddie Izzard as Tony P, one of the disco boys. Uh, you'd probably know Oh, wait, Eddie that was the, the, the funky, uh, the funky guys, the, the guy with the long blonde hair and the guy and the black, tall yeah, black yeah. guy with the afro. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, Eddie Izzard's best known as a comedian. 
Um, he does uh, a lot of, I think he's actually running for some sort of government office now. I'd have to look that up. But yeah, he's best known as a cross-dressing uh, transvestite comedian. Okay, good. And, yeah, no, well, he's hilarious. And he, Un, you know, uh, 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 unimpressive. Couldn't even unimpre- remember who yeah, he was. Yeah, I always forget that he's in this movie, uh, which is sad. Um, and then finally, uh, the only other name I really recognize on this list is Tom Waits as Well, Doc Tom Heller. Waits. <clears throat> yeah, Tom Waits. I guess they had to get some somebody cool in the movie just to add some he, weight to the movie or he, something. But he does have one of the most buck wild voices. Yeah, um, he's just but, constantly talking in that. But he's low but he growl. certainly didn't. You know, he he didn't perf- behave. Uh, 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 allowing him to present any of his talent, yeah. In that, in the yeah. movie, he's yeah, um, he's another weapons, one of the characters, weapons that I designer. Cut. You know, uh, uh, and that was you know pretty. I don't know, kind of <laughs> lame. Also, I mean that's fair. One um, one one thing that some more lame stuff. No, oh, no. <laughs> with the um, with the gangs, they had a gang of guys dressed in suits. They had a gang of Asian kids dressed i don't know what the heck they were dressed as the, the like uh they were, yeah they were like the assassins Japanese or something gangster yeah uh the Susies or something yeah. like that and the uh yakuza's and then the there was another gang um oh the, <laughs> the, oh no the the frat boys oh the frat boys Director Michael Bay is the leader of the frat boys and uh, you wouldn't know Michael Bay but Michael Bay is a cataclysmically horrific person and we are going to do a few of his movies at some point because they are dad there's a movie called armageddon where there is a giant meteor heading towards earth okay and the only way they can stop the meteor is to send a ragtag team of blue collar drillers to the meteor on a space shuttle to drill into the meteor and plant a bomb in it that will blow, blow up the meteor. Up. And it has one of the greatest lines in cinema history where the camera zooms in on the guy real quick and the guy turns and says, he's got space dementia. Uh-huh. And it's it's a it's an amazingly garbage movie, but you, you're just glued to the screen the entire time. All right. It's amazing. <clears throat> Well, yeah. let's not see it next week. We, we'll, because we'll get there. No, 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 no. no. I'm I want gonna, a good movie. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to Well, that leads into it perfectly. Um, I feel like I owe you after this week. No, I, hey, you know, you, 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 you know, you take what comes along. It's, you know. That's fair. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what we're, we're doing. But, um, yeah, if you said partway through, halfway through the movie, uh, do you want to? We want to stop it here. I did feel very bad. If, oh no, don't! <laughs> if if it wasn't for the purpose of recording this, I would have said, "Yeah, we're okay. done." That's fair. But I thought, okay, let let me hey, um, let me wa- watch the whole thing. Okay. Oh, careful! Don't unplug your mic there. No, don't unplug my yeah. mic. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, you've got your legs crossed over. Help. The- <laughs> um, no, so. I do feel like this is one of those cases in which normally I would say, let's do like a sequel to a movie we've done before, like the next John Wick or uh, a few dollars more okay. or something like that. Because um, we've got big plans for October and I right. don't want to reveal them until the week before October. Okay. But uh, we've got the whole of September to play around with. Okay. And I feel like, like I said, after this movie, I feel like I owe you and it's... I'm going to do a whole, 
break glass in case of emergency and and Mandalorian second season drops October 30th oh my god yeah so the second season of Mandalorian drops October 30th we might have to do the last episode of September we might have to do a recap on the rest of the first season of Mandalorian since we only covered the first two episodes that's true yeah so we might want to do that but for next week would you like me to break glass in case of emergency and bust out Strange Brew. Strange Brew would be fun. Strange I don't know how, okay. how well it's aged, but it'd be it fun. It might be worth talking about. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, okay. that'd be good. Okay. That's the, so, uh, that's the Canadian Caddyshack, I think. Yeah, that's... Yeah. If we hadn't already done Caddyshack, this is the point where I would say, yeah. let's do Caddyshack. Okay. And because Caddyshack 2 is amazingly uh, garbage yeah I, it's yeah, it's uh, atrocious well they lost uh rodney he wasn't in the second one so almost nobody was in the second movie okay. dan Aykroyd replaces bill murray as like a weird pala- paramilitary insane person yeah and he, you know as much as i love dan Aykroyd, yeah if yeah. you're replacing bill murray no yeah. you can't you can't yeah. you can't yeah uh okay so Next week... Now, Bill Murray could replace Dan Aykroyd, but not the other way around. No, no. <laughs> when, you, when your starting point is Bill Murray, there's nowhere to go but down. Yeah, okay. The only way you could improve is to replace it with Bill Murray at a different point in his career. Okay. Um, uh, which is really the only hope I have for the upcoming Ghostbusters, which has been delayed a year. But... Uh, uh, we'll get into that okay. when we cover it, uh, doing a double billing uh, uh, back-to-back of the 84 Ghostbusters and the 2016 Ghostbusters. Might be a lot of fun, but okay. we'll, we'll get to that yeah. later. So next week, uh, the, uh, the the film from the Great White North, eh? Hey, uh, beauty, eh? Hey. Strange Brew, uh, which I will probably splice in clips of their Christmas song from... Uh, otherwise, I'm on Twitter, HD Lickner, and uh, pod underscore Frank. Dad? Don't see this stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was poopy. Um, I'm you know so that, sorry. that that I'm where, so sorry. where they're doing the where they're doing the tr- tryouts for action heroes. It it just it looked like one of your parties. Just everybody came in. There. <laughs> Everybody came in their pajamas oh with stuff on their heads and everything, oh and they're they're like, uh, "Oh, what's your superpower?" Oh, you know, it, I, you know, like every, it was just dumb. That that's <laughs> that's not even a joke because I I have had parties where I'm like, the theme this year is "Come as a Beatles song," and my friend came as he came as back in the USSR okay. with a, a Soviet flag stapled to his back, and okay. I was Maxwell's silver hammer with a blood splattered T shirt and a hammer. Um, Oh my god. Okay, please continue. Well, anyway, Sorry, I interrupted you. Um <laughs> uh, 60 some days till the election here in the in the United States of America. Mm. I know the world is watching and I know the world is embarrassed for us just like we're embarrassed. Um and uh, please hang in there with us. We'll we'll bounce back as soon as we uh straighten out uh, the country so make sure you vote and also do something uh, good with your life. Be nice to the people all around you and um, don't watch this movie. Don't watch this movie.
record. You're going to give me five seconds of silence so I can get room tone. Good. Okay, so I want to start the episode. If you, yeah, if, if you could just repeat what you said to me last night, which was, this movie sucks! With as much emphasis on socks as possible. Just count it down. Three, two, one.